Like, hey, you, big turkey, get over here. I'm going to show you a lesson. Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike our way through Wikipedia. I am your pumpkin pie, Tim, and with me, as always, are your cans of cranberry sauce. Hmm. Oh, I was going to say I'm your sweet potato Kyle, but I I, I like being a, I, I don't mind that either. <laughs> yeah, I'm your turkey, not ham. This <laughs> guy. <laughs> oh, is is that a thing to, for you guys? Like, well, I mean, it's going to be a thing for Tim and I because we grew up going to the same Thanksgiving. Right. But like, wait a minute, no, we always not. had like ham all the time. What? Yeah, we'd have turkey at, at and Thanksgiving. Ham. Yeah. Mm. We had we usually had turkey at Thanksgiving, but we also had ham, didn't we, Tim? Uh, yes. Although I always remember that yeah. like turkey was mo- like ham kind of crept in on turkey during Thanksgiving. <laughs> it used to be always that like we would have yeah. turkey on Thanksgiving and ham on Christmas. Ham. Well, ham any other time, like ham around yeah. the clock besides Thanksgiving. Basically, like, yeah. Ham's a yeah, ham's a Christian holiday uh, food. Yeah, as far as I can tell. It's like rubbing it in the face of, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we can have this. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I did not think about that. That's it's probably really not gross. that way. I'm I hoping know, it's but... not. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I hate ham. I don't like ham at all. Oh, see, this is, this is, this is where we diverge because I love ham. Yeah. Oh, no. So I need that. Is... I need that turkey in my life. Yeah. This is your, uh, one of us only tells tr- truths and the other only tells lies. <laughs> one, For the longest one time, tells... I don't think I like pork. One only tells like truth and eats turkey. <laughs> the other only <laughs> tells lies and eats ham. How do you figure it out? Yeah, what? <laughs> Ask the other person what the other one would eat. <laughs> so, uh, if you are new to our <laughs> banter here, uh, what we do is we start on a page on Wikipedia. And moving from link to link, uh, from page to page, we will arrive at a goal destination. Uh, to be a little bit festive uh, this week, uh, I will be having Sky and Kyle start on the page for Turkey, uh, the bird, oh, wow. not the country. Okay. It will say Turkey, turkey parentheses, bird. bird. Turkey, oh, the my. bird. Yep. Turkey, parentheses, bird. Got and it. And wow. ending on duck hunt. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, geez. Turkey to okay, duck hunt. Okay, look. This feels like a two-click game. Is this a two-click game? Not that I found. So... You just better hold on and brace yourself. <laughs> so to decide who goes first, okay, I just glance at this page and learn something new. Yep. Wow. Uh, there is there is a <laughs> Thanks, great Wikipedia. thing in here. Um, do not look at this yet because there might be uh, facts on here that will uh, interfere with our who goes first game tonight. Okay. I'm oh, okay. Uh, so uh, I would like to talk turkey. Right, I minimized it. I'm ready to go. Good. Uh, I have facts about turkeys. Great. Or basically turkey consumption around Thanksgiving time. Mm. Uh, and I would like to uh, see who can get closer to these figures. So when I read a question, uh, please respond uh, in a separate message to me. And whoever okay. goes first or whoever gets closest will uh, get a point. Whoever gets most points will go first. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Uh, these facts come to us from the University of Illinois Extension. Thank you, University of Illinois Extension. Uh, their page. Can I just tell you yeah. that I have learned, like, 
in my in my history of like looking stuff up, I've learned so many dumb things about uh, from extension programs mm-hmm. uh, from universities, and they're the best. I mean, they're just these little partnerships of of scientists doing cool stuff out in the world, and they're generally researching things that no one else really wants to think about, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, if you do go to the University of Illinois Extension, uh, extension.illinois.edu/turkey. <laughs> you can find uh, plenty of uh, interesting information, such as best ways to carve turkey, good side dishes for turkey, how to thaw your turkey, uh, a turkey mm. turkey FAQ, and uh, wash hands, <laughs> not the turkey. Wait, what? It says wash hands, not the turkey. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, like because that actually just spreads bacteria rather than actually does anything. Right. Just makes a big bacteria bomb. All right. So, first turkey question. All right. Hey, uh, real quick, Sky, are you there? Yeah. Oh, okay, you were being really quiet for that whole time. I was waiting for. He doesn't questions. like turkey. Oh, he does I'm like sorry. turkey. Sorry, he doesn't like. I didn't have any extensions to like to call out. Shout out. Ah, gotcha. I just wanted to make certain that we didn't get started on this, and Sky's like, "Hey, I, you know, can you guys? I'm making these great lines here. I can't. Can you guys not hear me? Or okay, sorry. so." Uh, these facts seem to be circa 2012, 2013, around that era. So about five mm. years ago, six years ago. Why would that be relevant, Tim? Just Turkeys in case are things the same change. Now and forever. I don't know. So here's okay. First question. In 2011, how many million pounds of turkey were consumed in the United States? Oh no. Uh, can you? Can you give us a top level? Like, what? what is it not past? It's not past a billion. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's say... Let's go with that. Okay. Uh, Sky says 20. <laughs> no. Just, just to be sure, is that 20 or 20 million... 20, 20 million, yeah. Okay. I thought you said in, oh. I thought you said how many millions, so like I just, just yeah. Kyle says two point four million pounds. Which I guess is two point four million million then if we're going if we're keeping that steady. It's okay. Uh uh sky's closer. Uh it is seven hundred thirty six million pounds of what? turkey. Yep. Wow. Yep. It, they, That's a lot they of eat turkey. In thanks you say in Thanksgiving? Just on Thanksgiving uh, or in a year? No, just in a year. In a year, not just Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Uh, but next That's question. Not as crazy. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's still pretty crazy. That's a lot of turkey. Yep. Uh, how many million turkeys are eaten each Thanksgiving in America? Oh. Um, let's go with. Okay, Kyle says 70 million. It's a lot of turkey. Sky says. I know a lot of families that do multiple turkeys too, so like. Hmm. Sky yeah. says 50 million. Sky is actually very close. 46 million turkeys are eaten. Oh my gosh, day. why am I so bad at turkeys? 22 why am million. I so good? <laughs> 22 million are eaten on Christmas, 19 million turkeys on Easter. I don't uh, really think of turkey as an Easter thing. Hmm. Amazing. Mhm. In 1970, 50% of all turkey consumed was during the holidays. About how much how much percent of all turkey consumed now is during the holidays? Oh my gosh! So out of the first number, what percentage? Of, I I feel like we can math this out. 
Well, yeah. yeah I mean, in 1970, 50% of all turkey consumed oh. was during the holidays. Half. Okay, I'm sorry. I missed the first part. So what percentage uh, is eaten now just during the holidays? Hmm. I feel like it's still it's a thing that people just don't make otherwise. So I'm gonna yeah. say, I'm gonna say say that. Okay. Sky says seventy percent. Kyle says seventy five percent. Boom. Uh, the actual figure: fifty percent of all turkey consumed during the holidays in nineteen seventy. Nowadays, just twenty nine percent of all turkey consumed is during me? the holidays. Turkey's becoming a year round thing. Who are these people who are just making turkeys? Well, I don't know. Like, you go, you go huh. to Subway and you get a turkey sub. That's Turkey not, is now available but, all year. Uh, uh, so, uh, the average weight of a turkey purchase at Thanksgiving is 15 pounds. Oh, my gosh. How many pounds was the heaviest turkey ever raised? Oh, really? Uh, hmm. The biggest, like... The heaviest turkey like ever raised. all of time. One of the biggest caboose. Oh I my assume. gosh. You, there's so many ways this could go wrong. Like, <laughs> wait, okay, so what was the I just imagine, the like, the, farmer, the farmers are like, I'm going to raise the heaviest turkey. Like, no, t- no, Joe. There's so many ways this could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Consider the turkey. Uh, no, what was the, what was the number you started with? The average. Uh, 15. Yeah, yeah, the average turkey consumed is 15 pounds. Oh my gosh. So what was the heaviest right, the turkey? The heaviest bird. Let's go with, uh, oh my gosh. I feel gross just typing this, but let's do that. Uh, Sky said 24 pounds. Kyle says 45 pounds. Uh, the heaviest turkey ever raised was 86 pounds. Are what? You, you, About no, the size of a disgusting. large dog. Yep. That's what it says. That's, now here's the that's key though. That's awful. Here's the key, though. That's probably a different species of turkey <laughs> that, than, like, the ones that we, like, mass, you know, produce for consumption, I would imagine. Like, it'd have to be, right? I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> it would have to be. Um, all right. Let's see. Okay. So, I'm looking up 89-pound turkeys. Or 86. And I'm getting a lot of places that are selling turkeys at 89 cents a pound. It's a 86-pound turkey. Yeah, uh, let's see. Um, heaviest, fattest turkey. Turkey on record is what Google. Um, <clears throat> how big was the biggest turkey? Says <laughs> says asksanswers dot com. Oh my gosh! Oh oh, Tim. Yeah. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, the greatest dressed weight recorded for a turkey is thirty nine point zero nine kilograms, or eighty six pounds. That's what I said, Kyle. About the size of a... What? 86 pounds. I thought you said 89. No. Oh, no. 86. Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, I, I can give you the rest... A uh, slight bit of the rest of the story here. You <clears throat> doubt the Illinois extension? Well, okay. Yeah. the uh, About the size of a large dog for a stag named Tyson... Reared by Philip Cook of Leecroft Turkeys Limited, Petersboro, uh, New, uh, United Kingdom, it won the last annual heaviest turkey competition held on held in London on 12th December 1989 and was auctioned for a charity for a record, oh my gosh, for a record uh, 4,400 pounds, which, uh, uh, pounds in money, 
which then would have equated to about $6,692. Nice. I, I, I like that it won the last annual heaviest turkey competition because at that point they were like, no, this <laughs> By is that too point, they far. Were like, what have we done? <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more question. Uh, how many feathers does the average turkey have at maturity? Uh, why? How many feathers are on a typical turkey? Like, like, like a small turkey. Can you give us like that's what I'm asking? Like, <laughs> at, at a fully grown turkey has how many feathers on average? Yeah, give us. Can, can you, you give, give us, us what's range? an upper limit? Upper limit. Upper limit is a billion. Oh my god! No, okay, okay, okay. I'll give you a real upper we limit. We're gonna teach you about what upper limits are, man. <laughs> upper limit ten thousand. Okay, thank All you. All right, thanks. <laughs> that's helpful. Oh man! I mean, again, lots of ways this could go. Uh, let's say uh, Kyle has eight thousand nine hundred. Sky is oddly specific at four thousand three hundred fifty-one. <laughs> nice. Were you, were you trying for like the Price Is Right kind of thing there? Yeah. Yeah. In case, in case is. Kyle had four thousand three hundred fifty. Yes. Or two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the average turkey has 3,500 feathers at maturity. So, Holy cow. So Sky's closest. Wow. And Sky wins the game. Nice job, Sky. Yeah, yeah, wow. What do you, how do you know so much about turkeys? It's, he loves I, it's turkeys. A lot of, He's a turkey boy. It's a lot of eating it instead of ham. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's absorbed the knowledge of the turkey. Absorbed the knowledge. I don't think that's how that works. I hope not anyway. <laughs> I hope not either. Um, turkey birds. Turkey birds. <laughs> it's a large bird in the genus Melagaris, which is native to the Americans. Sure. The Americans? <laughs> the Americas. <laughs> Just Americans, yeah. Um, yeah, they run around. They're also in Mexico. Uh, they were first domesticated by the Mayans. Um, yeah. There's also <laughs> male of both turkey species have a distinctive fleshy waddle or protuberance that hangs from the top of their beak called a snood. A snood. Snood. Boom, I was really snood. waiting for that to be one of the one of the questions. I was like, I know this one. Yeah. Wasn't that also wasn't that also a uh, an old like puzzle game? Snood. Yeah. Probably. Probably. With like faces. Huh. <laughs> yeah. They're among the largest bird. And the male is larger and, uh, well, the largest bird in their ranges, which okay. I guess, sure. Uh, and the male is larger and much more colorful than the female. Uh, I mean, yeah. Oh, Snood yeah. was that game. Good job. Game with really creepy faces. Yeah. Great job. Uh, conflicts with wild turkeys is the heading here. Uh, turkeys, turkeys are known <laughs> to be aggressive towards humans and pets. Turkeys got a That's... Yeah, wild, they're, they're dangerous. Wild turkeys have a social structure and pecking order. I see what mm. you did. And uh, habituated t- turkeys may respond to humans and animals as they do to other to another turkey. Like, hey, you, <laughs> big turkey. Get over here. <laughs> we can show you a lesson. Wait. <laughs> like, it's that cat thing. It's cat. It's oh, the yeah. cat thing all over again. All like, the animals just, just think humans are other yeah. animals. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Habituated turkeys may attempt to dominate or attack people that the birds view as subordinates. Uh, the town of Brookline, Massachusetts, recommends that citizens be aggressive towards the turkeys. 
No. Is uh, that- take a step towards them and do not back down. Brookline officials have also recommended making noise like cl- clanging pots or other objects together, popping open an umbrella, <laughs> shouting and waving your arms, or squirting them with a hose. <laughs> Allowing your least- leashed dog to bark at them and forcibly fending them off with a broom. Oh, my is it, God. Isn't Brookline is where John Hodgman is from? Yeah, that is where where I think he, I can't remember if he grew up there or if he um if he lives there. I think I think he oh, uh, I really want I I want John Hodgman to be like I I want to know if he's had to deal with this. Yeah, right. Man. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, so that I that is cited oh, to Brookline backs down. Don't tussle with the turkeys. An article from the Boston Globe. I am reading it currently. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. So let's see. Very good. We don't want to so get, they have, go down this hole, though, too long. No, they go that list, or they do that list, and then they, um, they <laughs> after that list, it lists, the, the immediate next paragraph is, the Brooklyn uh, Brookline uh, Police Department is asking residents to report any sightings of threatening wildlife, in quotes, hmm. by calling their number. And they have, um, they have some tweets here of people, oh my god. <laughs> They have some tweets here of these wild turkeys just hanging out. Uh, I'll share this one with you guys. I um, mean, just hanging out? Like, they're not doing anything? Well, they are... Um, I mean, because we're starting uh, they're to get into wandering. profiling now, and I don't think that's great. <laughs> yeah. They're just like geese? They're just looking like, like geese just hanging out and being jerks? No, this... Yeah, they walk around town, apparently, in Brookline. And here's one that's looking, in a, looking at itself in a mirror. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's... It's just admiring itself. It's great. Um, no, it's going, hey, hey, jerk, also hey, have... jerk turkey, get out of here. I'm going to fight you. That's <laughs> right. You don't look nearly as large as, as, large as me because I'm not as, as close to you as I could be. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, they just kind of wander around. This is terrifying. That is scary. But, yeah, I... John Hodgman, you must have had a, a tough time with these things. Good luck out there with these turkeys. Man, this page, I'm actually kind of surprised this page isn't bigger. <laughs> it's because only of like, the average size it's of a like turkey, a couple right? page down. Well, it's just like, I'm surprised there's not a thing about hunting them and about like... Right. You no, know, it doesn't go into very many. Um, I got to get to Duck Hunt, correct? Duck Hunt, And it's yes. Duck Hunt, the video game. Not Helen Hunt, Duck Hunt. Duck underscore Hunt. Yes. Yeah, right. Obviously. Um Let's see. I've got mm, what? Nicknamed. I could go to nickname. All right. Okay. I'm um, wondering what your line of reasoning is there, but I like it. I just I feel like I need to go somewhere like general to like so I can branch off into like something else. I'm not really yeah. sure what. I don't see like any like direct routes here, but I might be missing something. Um, yeah, I'm going to click on nickname, partly because I just want to go to the nicknames, like, <laughs> page and see yeah. what, see what the deal is there. Yeah. Yeah. I similarly very nearly clicked on, like, Twelfth Night. Like, that was another thing that I'm like, oh, this is not anything to do with this. But, um, I, before I, before we move on, uh, I just want to read this other graph here. Several other birds that are sometimes called turkeys are not particularly closely related. The brush turkeys are megapodes. And the bird sometimes known as the Australian turkey is the Australian bustard. bustard. The anhinga, which is sometimes called a water turkey, from the shape of its tail when its feathers are fully spread for drying. 
That'd be a, a, a hinga. If you've ever seen those, the, that's one of the ones that has like a, like it, it's a, uh, it's one of those crane looking birds, but it has like its neck, like it can, uh, it can just like shoot out its neck, like a, like a snake almost, but it looks like it's just like telescoping its head outward. Like it's xenomorph. very disturbing. Yeah. A little bit, <laughs> a little bit. It opens its beak um, and a, like a smaller beak comes out. <laughs> a smaller bird comes out of its oh, beak. No. Um, an infant turkey is called a chick, a poult, or a turklet. Turklet. Which turklet. is great. Mm. A tur- <laughs> all right. Oh, man. I guess i got to think about... All right. <laughs> Where are you going to go? All right. So they've got junior synonyms. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but all right. Um, glacial periods. See, all right. For me, honestly... My one of my first contacts with um, Duck Hunt was at like a, a holiday gathering for my family, like when I was a little kid. My cousin so, Tom had it, so I'm gonna <laughs> click. Yeah, cousin click Tom. on my cousin Tom. I'm trying to get the cousin this is, Tom. No, my uncle did actually, and it's one of those. It's one of these weird things that it's strange that you're saying this that, that you set these two pages up because like I have a very strong mental connection between these two things. Oh man. Retro transpon oh marker. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I guess I'm gonna click on guinea fowl because like <laughs> that's a thing. I have a, I have a strong connection between these two things. I'm gonna click on I guinea mean, fowl. Hmm. Well, because I can't click on on family gatherings in the ni- <laughs> in the nineteen ninety. Right. <laughs> so, like, uh I guess it would be 80s. So, uh, yeah, guinea fowl. I'm going to click guinea fowl. It's been a while since we visited this page, though. The yeah. guinea fowl page? Yeah, we've been to we've been to so many birds, so many <laughs> so pages many about birds. birds. We've been to so many birds, you guys. I did learn from this podcast that I, I enjoy the idea of birds. I don't like <laughs> birds in person very much. Birds, right? what a great concept. But, yeah, they're a great concept. I like reading about them. <laughs> Arms like... <laughs> Uh, so I'm on nicknames here. Uh, Tim, don't look too much at this page. I want to just go through. They have some, uh, they have some title nicknames here. Nicknames may refer to a person's occupation, social standing, or title. They also refer to characteristics of a person. I kind of want to do a few of these. I think sure. you are. You guys, this isn't like a test. You guys can just tell me what you think you think this is. Okay. Okay. So like, I mean, well, this one you probably got like Sawbones. Oh like, yeah. You know what that is. Uh, it's Doc. Yep, doctor. Yeah. What about a Sparky? Electrician? Yeah, nice job. Uh, bones? As opposed to just Sawbones? I mean, Bones <laughs> McCoy, right? So, a space doctor. Space doctor, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Got it in one. Uh, maybe a mortician? Yeah, a mortician. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, Lou? Lou, like... Spelled how? L-O-U. Oh, okay. All right, what could that be? A janitor. <laughs> that would be great. No, I, I got think that's L-O-O, actually. The spelling shouldn't, yeah, it, it it might be misleading, the spelling. Uh, it's just like a lieutenant. It's like oh, a lieutenant. Oh, okay. got it, okay. Hey, Lou, yeah. Um, and there's one here, geek, but that's pretty easy. Yeah, sure, we someone know. Someone who knows computers. 
Yeah, uh, good job. Man, there are a lot of mean, mean ones here. Uh, I mean, four eyes for a person with glasses. Way, yeah. yeah. Uh, bean pole. Um, wow. Man, I didn't think about this when I came here. Train tracks <laughs> for someone with braces. Oh, wow. I've never heard wow. that. Yeah. Um, Einstein, Sherlock, Brainiac. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oof, oof, oof. There's some sections here I'm just going to skip over. Oh, dear. Good call. Um, the term hypochoristic is used to refer to a nickname of uh, affection between those in love or of a close emotional bond compared with a term of endearment. Uh, compared with a term of endearment. So there's actually a word for, like, the pet names that people have for each other. That's great. Hypo- what was the name? Hypo. Choristic, H-Y-P-O-C-O-R-I-S-T-I-C. I love it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, the term diminutive name refers to nicknames that convey smallness, hence something <laughs> regarded with affection or familiarity, as in regarding to children <laughs> or contempt. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> the the distinction was... between the two is often blurred. <laughs> it is an, those are the same thing yeah it is a form of endearment and amusement as a concept it is distinct from both pseudonym and stage name and also from the from the title for example city of fountains although there may be overlap in these concepts a moniker also means any name or a personal name the word often distinguishes personal names from nicknames that become proper names out of former nicknames english examples oh, are wow. bob and rob nickname variants of robert so like your moniker is is bob a uh, nickname is often considered desirable, <laughs> symbolizing wow. a form of acceptance, but can sometimes be a form of ridicule, as the rest of this page shows. <laughs> Clearly points out, yes. Oh, the etymology. I never really thought about this. Uh, the compound word echename, E-K-E-N-A-M-E, literally meaning what? additional name, was, no. attested at, was uh, attested as early as 1303. This word was derived from the old English phrase, uh, E-A-C-A, so like Ika and increase, related to Ikean to increase. By the 15th century, the, misdivi- the misdivision of the syllables of the phrase in Ika name led to the rephrasing as an Nik name, N-E-K-E-N-A-M-A. Uh, though the spelling has changed, the pronunciation and meaning of the word have remained relatively stable ever since. That's incredible. What? Wow. I never really thought about it. Like, did you guys it have means... a feeling like, or like, did you guys have like an idea of like what you thought nickname no. was? No, I never considered I, it. I, I, I guess, yeah, the most I would like, if you had to ask me before this, I've been like, oh, I guess because like Nick and Nicholas, like that's a good example. Like, oh, oh. Yeah, nickname. Yeah. My name's Nick, but it's actually Nicholas. Um, I would have probably come up with some, uh, some, convoluted story about how nick as in like stealing something like you're stealing a name Uh, or like yeah oof that's incredible so it's literally just an additional name they're just doing an aka essentially yeah kind of yeah wow uh in anglo-american culture a nickname is often based on a shortening of a person's proper name however in other societies this may not necessarily be the case for example and then in quotes my nickname is farmer phil (laughs) what (laughs) Uh, okay. Um, okay, See, Phil. Here's a few surnames have a generic and traditional nickname, at least in England. Examples of this are Navi for Clark or Clark, Dusty for Miller, Wait. Chalky for White, okay, a Bunny for Reed, and Yasser for Hughes. And it doesn't explain those. I I don't understand any of those. Right. 
I mean, chalky maybe for white. That's like uh, the one that okay. has the closest kind of like I could maybe know where they're going with that. Hmm. But yeah, like bunny know. for reed. I don't get that at all. I don't either. Um. So I gotta get to friggin' duck hunt. <laughs> no, um, you did this to yourself. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of options here, kinda. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I can click on Song of Ice and Fire here to get to nerd stuff. Good, um, good. Let's actually let's wait. Just embrace it. There was up here like geek. Maybe geek can get me there. Geek. <laughs> I'm going to geek. Oh no. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Okay, so guinea fowl, you guys. Guinea fowl, heard, guys. Sorry, what? I was just going to say, I hope this page has has a long and very edited argument about the difference between geek and nerd on it somewhere. Sky, you know it does. You know it does. Oh, it do. It do. We'll get Good. to that in a bit. Go ahead. Good, I'm glad. Okay. I also saw Barack Obama on here as I was glancing oh. through. All right. Uh, guinea fowl are birds of the family uh, Numididae uh, in the order Gallop. Galliformes, let's say. Uh, they are endemic to the continent of Africa and rank among the oldest of gallinaceous birds. Gallinaceous. They are uh, phylogenically in- intermediate. Inter- intermediate. Yeah, intermediate yeah. between peafowl and uh, the... Oh, oh no, that's that's ducks, isn't it? Odontophore. Is that ducks? Did I get to ducks? <laughs> Is that duck? Maybe. It's not duck. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> there should be a website, www.isthatducks.com. <laughs> <laughs> i'll just get on that one is that ducks and it's it's just no it's just like that uh it's like that one uh microsoft uh website that they had that could tell your age except by looking at a picture it can tell if it's a duck mm-hmm. um is that ducks.com yeah. uh one eocene fossil lineage uh telecrex i guess was represented by the black guinea fowl an extinct species native to the primary forests of central africa Okay, so they're they're large fat birds. That's what yep. it is. That's what we come down to. Okay, for all of the yeah, the taxonomy and everything that are giving us here, there's actually not a lot on this page. It's really only about ten paragraphs long. Honestly, um, I'm surprised it's that long. Yeah, well Because I don't uh, I don't I don't consider birds. guinea fowl as something that's widely popular on, on the Wikipedias or the interweb. <laughs> is that so? Okay, so let's see. Um, insect and seed eating ground nesting birds of the family resemble partridges, but with featherless heads, featherless heads. Yeah, that's what they say. Though both members of the genus Guterra have, uh, distinctive of black crests and the Vultran guinea fowl has a downy brown patch the, the, on the nape. Vultran. That's yeah, a did you great say, did you say Voltron? Yes. To describe something as Voltron. Five, five guinea fowl coming made together of- to create one giant mecha guinea fowl. No, it's actually made up of small small lions is what mm. it's made up of. Um yeah, I, that's a great descriptor. Um all right. There's there really isn't a lot on this page. Uh they uh they mate for life. That's a thing. They are serially monogamous is what it describes that as. It describes that as which also makes it sound as though they are like uh like they go out of their way to be like they just go out one partnership after another, I suppose. Um, although in captivity they're polygamous, which is an interesting discovery. Huh. That's you know you, things change up when you're in a small cage. We're safe here. Let's yeah. get wild. <laughs> Let's go. Mm-hmm. 
they oh this is interesting they uh they flock behind uh herd animals uh, set, uh like uh monkey troops and then they forage on what they leave behind uh they the play a pivotal role in the control of ticks flies locusts scorpions and other invertebrates it says they pluck maggots from carcasses and manure. Great, thanks. Good, good. Hey, it's it's a job. Uh, wild guinea fowl. Oh, I like this. I mean, I'm I don't like this, but wild guinea fowl are without exception strong flyers. I like the it, period end of sentence. No, no citation. If it's you go just, on, they're so strong flyers. Believe you, me. Go on. Read the next sentence. Their breast muscles are dark, enabling them. Citation needed. To sustain themselves in flight for a considerable distance if hard pressed. That citation needed I know is in a is weird place. What, yeah, that is. Uh, I which I, I mean I know is not what they're describing here, but I'm imagining like like one of those things where you like squeeze uh, like you're like it's being launched out of something. Like if it's like being squeezed between two two things and it just like pops out and like and, and like it flies for a considerable distance if it, it like gets shot out of something. Are you are you thinking of squeezing a guinea fowl until it shoots out of your hands? <laughs> Possibly, yes. Hugging it until it just pops out and flies. I'll I mean, help you it fly, would go guinea a considerable fowl, distance, according to this. With the power of hug. <laughs> oh no! You hug it too hard. It's like no, I don't want any of this. Pew! <laughs> you can't tell me that's not great. Uh so. I might actually still go with the uh, Adontophore, um, uh, Adontophoridae, um, because it's uh, it's the New World quail, and you know what what people do with quail is they hunt them. Oh, yeah. I might. I'm gonna click on that on Adontophoridae. Nice. Wow. Oh, look at this quail! It's so cute. Okay, Sky. Sorry, go Geek. on. Geek. It's a Geek. slang term originally used to describe eccentric or non-mainstream people. In current use, the word uh, typically uh, connotes. Is that, is that how you say that word? Connotes? Yeah, connotes. Okay. I just don't use it very often. <laughs> typically well, connotes an expert or enthusiast or a person obsessed with a hobby or intellectual pursuit with a general uh, pejorative meaning of a particular person or a peculiar person, especially one who is perceived to be overly intellectual, unfashionable, or socially awkward. Great. Uh, the picture they have here is of a um, a Mazda three, the back of a Mazda three that someone took Mazda three and then put point three, like just the just extended the approximation of the number of pi on it. Oh, man. And they're like, Here, here's here's what geeks do. Um, <laughs> His license plate is engineer. the etymology is the etymology is gross, but I want to like kind of touch and go on it. Um, uh-huh. You know, geek geek or geck meaning fool or freak from Middle Low German geck. Uh, Gek is a standard term in modern German. It means fool or fop. Um, uh, it, there's also the root also survives in Dutch with an adjective geek, which is like crazy. Um, and then there's also like the geeks in shoot is like the jester's hat in oh in uh, German. Interesting. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. Uh, the definitions here, uh, geek. In in the um in the American Heritage Dictionary, uh, it says that it's a carnival performer whose act usually consists of biting the head off of a living chicken or snake. No. Um, <laughs> Yo. Yeah. 
Uh, the definition of geek has changed considerably over time, and there is no longer a definitive, a, a definitive meaning. Uh, the term nerd has a similar practically, or, or the, the the term nerd has a similar uh, practically synonymous meaning as geek, uh, but may, many choose to identify different connotations among those two terms, although the differences are disputed, and that's pretty much as far as it goes. Um, well, it does say in a 2017 or 2007 interview on the Colbert Report, uh, Richard, Richard Clark said the difference between nerds and geeks is geeks get it done or GGID. Okay. Uh, okay. And, and that's apparently the definition. Yeah. Um, it just gives, there's another definition by Julie Smith here that I think a geek wrote because it's like, here's, yeah. the, here's the good one about geek. Like a bright young man turned inward, poorly socialized, who felt so little kinship with his own planet that he routinely traveled to the ones invented by his favorite authors, who thought of, who thought of that secret dreamy place his computer took him to as cyberspace, somewhere exciting, a place more real than his own life, a land he oh could conquer, uh, not a drab teenager's room in his parents' house. So interesting that they so like a great make that a dude but okay yeah also just like a great power fantasy it's like okay yep. neat mm. um they talk about geek chick here uh, a fashion that sure. the mid geek 2000s chic, isn't it? yeah it's chic. It, it's chic i'm not good at stuff no uh, no, no, no you're fine you're fine uh, it just, geek, that... yeah 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 <laughs> um adapted geeky fashion such as oversized uh black horn-rimmed glasses suspenders and braces <laughs> and high water trousers so some would even, like some would wear the glasses without lenses. Uh, celebrities trying to look geek were like David Beckham, Justin Timberlake, uh, and what is that? Maylene Kloss? Is that what her name is? Melanie. Wait, Melanie. When Kloss. did they? When did those people try to look like geeks? Quote unquote. I don't know. Because I don't remember any of that ever happening. Yeah, I don't either. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing on like video games here, or like even like comics or anything. I thought that there mm. might be. But there is enthusiast. I think I'm going to click on enthusiast and see if that gets me somewhere there. There really isn't anything from like about gaming specifically in that whole power fantasy bit. There's it. Yeah. Uh, there's I, there's no links in there. It does talk about like computers wow. and cyberspace, but the, nothing there. Yeah. The C also. <laughs> That's part. impressive. I know the C also is what I was hoping I would find. Yeah. Well, and uh, there's video game okay. culture in there. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh, yeah. yeah. And then there's. But I also something. see. Uh, uh, Anorak and Boffin, British slang for geek. Uh, geek okay. war, girl geek dinners. Neat. Uh, technosexual. <laughs> okay. The see also section is um, is a is a dive. Um, but yeah, New World Quails. Uh, my New favorite. World Quails uh, guys, they real cute. My favorite group. I mean, yeah, you have quail. You mean Mm-mm. your favorite group of quail? No, my favorite um, instrumental, like progressive group of of past um, of past uh, vice presidents. Look at that quail! Look how cute he is. Oh no, that's a cute that's a cute bird. No, you just took my you just took my my progressive instrumental band. You turned it into a punk band. <laughs> New world quails. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, I suppose I did. All right, uh, so New World quails uh, are small birds only distantly related to the Old World quail, which I did not click, but now I am going to because I want to know what the difference is. Oh, they don't have a crest. It's the same bird. Oh, no, I'm sorry. According, uh, you know what? 
I'm not going to go into it. Uh, they're different birds, apparently. Uh, the family ranges from Canada through southern Brazil, and two species... Oh, wow, that's a big family. The California quail and the bobwhite quail have been successfully introduced to New Zealand. They, they, they're just at a party. You're like, hey, oh, hey, New Zealand, have you met my friend, the bobwhite quail? The bobwhite quail is like, Coo. uh The stone partridge and Nain's <laughs> quail, both found in Africa, seem to belong to the family, period. No, no citation, no explanation. What does that mean? Wait, let me read that again. The stone partridge and Nahan's partridge, both found in Africa, seem to belong to the family. That's it. That's the entire description there. Hmm. Do you not know Wikipedia? Has has no one, like, has no one asked? No, we know everything. (laughs) Has no one gone up to one and been been like, hey, guys, are you related to the old world quail? Um, that's weird. Um, all right. According to this, though, I, I like this uh, description of their behavior and ecology. Uh, the New World quails are shy, diurnal birds and generally live on the ground, but they're just shy. Like, you know, like they like you, but they just want to keep their distance. Like, hey, guys. Yay. Uh, although they would have to be given what, you know, the verb that their name is you know, is so like if they were really brave, that'd be a weird name. That'd be a weird word to use for quailing in the face of something. Um, all right. There's again, this is another page because I'm sticking to these birds. Hey, um, <coughs> there's uh, there's a link to game birds. There is you go. Where I didn't see that. Yeah. Where's game birds under behavior and ecology. The last paragraph. Well, look at that. <clears throat> Popular game birds. That's, um, that's the duck and duck hunt. <laughs> that is, it, is, it is literally a bird in a game. Um, before we move on, though, I want to... Oh, no, there's not a picture of it. Uh, some species are threatened by human activity. All species are threatened by human activity, such as the bearded tree quail of Mexico. And they do not have a picture of it. And I'm upset about that. Yeah. All right, let's see. Bearded. Is it is tree. it is it the quail that's bearded or the tree? I mean, is it oh, a quail it's a and just tree. roosts in bearded trees? <laughs> All right, bearded tree quail. I'm not getting a good hit on this. They they look just like normal quail. This is just a quail, so you maybe, guys. Maybe it's the tree that's bearded, dude. Oh <laughs> dang it! I found a Pinterest page with it. All right, you know what? From I the lo- internet. From the Internet Bird Collection, here's a bearded tree quail. I love birds as much as you, obviously. <laughs> Man, we're ever going to get to duck hunt here. We're going to do it. It's going to happen. I'm going to click on game birds because that's going to get me there, right? This yeah, is going to happen. True. Yeah, I mean, that's, it is both a, mm. it's a bird that is in a game. And also, that's what you do with game birds. You hunt them. There you go. Good. Yeah, you you might be on track. There's a there uh, is a majestic turkey on this page. Oh great. <laughs> Holy cow, wow. <laughs> I, that was surprising. Sorry, Enth- go on. Enthusiasm is an intense enjoyment, interest, or or approval. Ooh. Some more cool etymology uh in this game. Uh the word the word the word <laughs> the Ooh. word the word was originally used to refer to a person possessed by a god. Or someone Whoa. who exhibited intense piety. 
So we've got Wait, the historical what? usage. Yeah, the word originates from the Greek hmm. um, for a bunch of stuff, meaning possessed by a god's <laughs> essence. Applied by the Greeks uh, to manifestations of divine possession by Apollo, as in the case of uh, Pythia. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Uh, the term enthusiasm was also used in a, a in a transferred or figurative sense. Socrates taught that the inspiration of poets is a form of enthusiasm. The term was confined to a belief in religious inspiration or to intense religious fervor or emotion. Um, and then, like, Syrian sect in the 4th century, uh, they were known as enthusiasts. Uh, so they just believed by, by perpetual prayer, you know, man could become inspired by the Holy Spirit. Uh, several Protestant sects in the 16th and 17th centuries were called enthusiastic. During the years they immediately followed the, that, that immediately followed the Glorious Revolution. Enthusiasm was a British pejorative term for advocacy of any political or religious cause in public, i.e. Wow. fanaticism, which is what I just came from. Um, oh no, I came from geek. I'm <laughs> like, yeah. what, what right. Um, such, such enthusiasm was, it's, it's, that's the one that I thought that I might, might do, uh, was seen in the time around 1700 as the cause of the previous century's English civil war and its, uh, and its, uh, atrocities. And thus it was an absolute social sin to remind others of the war by engaging in enthusiasm. There's just a bunch of stuff here. Uh, this, yeah, this did not, uh, go the route I expected it to. No, it went for the very literal, like, historical, here's the thing. Um, so I've got choices. I've got fanaticism, I've got interest, and I've got enjoyment. I, I mean, it sounds like a pretty good day. I think fanaticism <laughs> is going to be, I think I'm going to end up, I think I learned a lesson from this page, and I think mm-hmm. fanaticism is going to be, <laughs> here's a historical fanaticism. It's not going to be about people who just like like stuff. But maybe enjoyment will get me, or interest. I think maybe interest. I'm going to click on interest. Either way, our podcast interest emotion. It. So it's not going to get me to banks. Okay, good. I'm going. I'm clicking on interest and seeing what what that does. Interest. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, it does a thing. Good thing that for me. It's you when you get to this page. It's very good. <laughs> All right. Wow. Okay. Well, this page has. Okay, you said. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Facial yeah. expression of intense interest, which Accurate. includes jaws dropped, tongue being stuck up- upward and out, and pupils being dilated. So just Sweet. a little girl in pigtails being exceptionally interested, interested in something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I was not expecting that. All right, so galliforms. Galliforms is an order of uh, galliformis, probably. A word of heavy-bodied ground-feeding birds that includes turkey, grouse, chicken, new world quail, and old world quail, ptarmigans, partridge, pheasant, junglefowl, and the cratidae. None of those are ducks. Um, the name derives from gals. I guess those aren't, he- but those are heavy-bodied. Like ah. Uh, also, heavy-bodied ground-feeding bird is like that sounds like a like an insult. Just yeah. put that out there. Um, wildfowl or just fowl are often used for the galliforms, but, uh, usually these terms refer to waterfowl, which is what I wanted. Uh, I control F for duck here, and there's one mention of the word duck on this page, and it is not linked, of course. Remember when you said this was like, oh man, is this gonna be like a two-link thing, Tim? Yeah, yeah, I stand corrected, alright? I'm sorry. (laughs) 
uh, there are only a couple things that I want to pick out on this page. Uh, one of them is that the phylogeny um, section, which is just the the classifications of the different birds, like they have the like the actual uh, breakdown of what galliforms are. It's based on the work of John Boyd, which feels really on the nose. Um, but I appreciate that there's someone out there named John Boyd who is like, you know what? I'm going to work on birds. That is what I'm going to do. I don't care if <laughs> I don't care what people say. Uh, oh, okay. The birds vary in size from the diminutive king quail to the largest extant galliform species, the North American wild turkey, which we already know yeah. that the um, wild turkey can average. It says here about thirty pounds. Uh, which, according to this, that's average. Um, but the king quail, which, which I guess is the largest quail you would expect. Oh my gosh, look at that fat quail! <laughs> Hang on, I gotta, I gotta send you this quail because it's it's fat. It's a fat little bird. <laughs> uh, Aww. <laughs> it's basically just like a round thing with a bird's head. Like it's just a body. How do it it's feet? a orb? Like, like how does it feet. have feet? It's a bird orb. Like, oh, that's real cute. That's a very, very cute, cute little bird. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then, let's see, what else did I find here? Oh, because I'm looking for... Um, I'm looking for uh, anything to do with hunting. And you know what is not on this page? Is anything to do with hunting. Like, <sighs> yeah, they're literally... We call them game birds because... We treat them like that's what we do with them. There's nothing on here about it. They do, however, have a whole page about um, okay, uh, peafowl, junglefowl, and the most of the most of the subtropical pheasant genera have different t- nutritional requirements uh, from typical genera. Uh, da, 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 da. The Himalayan monal has been observed digging in the rotting wood of a deadfall. In a similar manner to woodpeckers to extract invertebrates, even bracing itself with the aid of its squared tail. Um, a, a, a deadfall? Do you remember when we, uh, when we found out what a whalefall was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's the same thing, but it's a tree that decides, tree. you know, yeah, it's a rotting tree that provides life, you know, provides bones and life for everything else, you know. Did you just say provides thing. bones? No, well, you know, it's the structure. <laughs> My yes, bones. it gives you bone. Here's some bones. There's, there's just a bunch of bones in this dead tree. <laughs> That's weird. Whoa. Whoa. Um, yeah, no, they. Uh, it's called a nurse log. Aw. Yeah, it provides ecological facilitation to seedlings. Broader definitions include proving, providing shade or support to other plants. Uh, it's This is really, this is very neat. I didn't know we had a word for this. I yeah. guess it makes sense, other than just like fallen tree. Um. Okay, but all of this to say, I'm still no closer to hunting, or ducks, or about, I'm about the same distance to ducks, I guess. I'm about equidistant to ducks. Um, ah, jeez. <laughs> Equidistant to ducks. Yeah, you know. You just, you just keep <laughs> bringing duck- me back to those progressive instrumental group names, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, at every point in your life, there's a duck about ten feet from you. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, there's really nothing here about hunting, and I'm all right. 
let's say there i mean they've got a, the description of game fowl here they are chicken like in appearance with okay. rounded bodies and blunt wings Whoa. that's very useful oh you said um, blunt or blood <laughs> blood wings yeah blood wings, blood wings. <clears throat> they'll take you out man oh man there's just really mm. okay let's go with I guess I mean they have waterfowl at the top that seems like a very generic thing I'm not getting any more you know you're lost in birds Kyle <laughs> lost All right, in yeah birds. you know what I am going to go with waterfowl just waterfowl it is okay Cool. Interest. Interest. There's not a lot here. There's like this picture is like the thing. <laughs> like that's pretty much it. I mean, it's a feeling or emotion that causes attention to focus on an object, event, or process. Uh, in 2016, an entirely new communication device and brain-computer interface was revealed, which required no visual fixation or eye movement at all, as with previous such devices. Instead, the device assesses more convert interest. Uh, that is by assessing other indicators than eye fixation on a chosen letter on a virtual keyboard. It's like helping people like interface with computers. Oh, oh, okay. Um, I'm going to click on brain computer interface because that's at least something <laughs> related to computers. <laughs> that's like a that's like a Nintendo. It's like, a re- like- yeah, I'm like hitting a restart button right now. Like, it's not like, wrong. Just please, please. Okay, uh, waterfowl and seraphorms. Uh, and seraphorms are is an order of birds that comprise about 180 living species and three families. <laughs> wow, uh, Ahimidae, which are in parens the screamers, <laughs> and ser- is serente and seratidae, uh, the magpie goose, and and not today. Oh, there we are. That's ducks. Um, <laughs> the largest yeah. family, which includes over 170 species of waterfowl, including ducks. There we go. But what about uh, the geese screamers? And swans. I'm really curious about the screamers. I really am. <laughs> um, mm, all right. Uh, that's about the entire page. The rest of it is that there's a bunch of birds. Again, the, uh, the um, section here uh, about the phylogeny based on the work by John Boyd. So good job, John Boyd. You, you have a name that is suited to your occupation. Okay, so I was I was looking at screamers really quick, and they are terrifying. I imagine. Um, let's see here, uh, Clay is exceptional within the living birds and lacking uncinate processes of ribs, so they, they're lacking regular ribs. Oh, uh, a penis is Wait. absent in the males. Good, and the there birds go. <clears throat> and the bird's skin has a layer about a quarter of an inch thick, filled with small bubbles of air, which produce a crackling sound when pressed. <laughs> hmm. These aren't real, they're, right? They're living. Just... They're living bubble wrap. Oh, that scream. Okay. Yeah. That scream. Yeah. <laughs> Do they scream? Is that or is that just a name that they got stuck with somehow? Um. Let's see here. I don't know. I, I, it doesn't really say anything about screaming. <laughs> they call them screamers, but don't actually say anything about yeah. whether they scream or maybe they're. Maybe they're expecting us to take that as red. They scream, you guys. We call them screamers. Huh. <clears throat> um, yeah, all right. I'm clicking on ducks. Okay. Yeah. 
That's that's half of the equation. I realize right there. as I'm getting to this page, it's occurring to me that they might not actually talk about hunting of ducks on the duck page. Hunting, so, yeah. Mm. <sighs> brain computer interface. No, it's, it's definitely in there. Uh, brain computer interface. It's a direct communication pathway between an enhanced or wired brain and an external device. BCIs are often directed at researching, mapping, assisting, augmenting, or repairing human cognitive or sensory motor functions. Holy crap, how did we I'm get here? I'm going to control F Final Fantasy, and here it is. Low-cost BCI-based interfaces. Recently, a number of companies have scaled back medical-grade EEG technology um, to create inexpensive BCIs. This technology has been built into toys and gaming devices. Some of these toys have been extremely commercially successful, like the NeuroSky and Mattel MindFlex. Don't know what those are, but apparently they're very popular. It says in 2018, or 2018, mm. <laughs> nope, in 2008, the Final <laughs> Fantasy developer Square Enix announced that it was partnering with NeuroSky to create a game, Judica. I'm going to click on Final Fantasy. Okay. How did you search? Why did you search Final Fantasy? Because I, well, I, I skimmed through this and found that when I was just searching games. Oh, okay. So, okay. like, I just needed to go and, and find it again. All right. All right. Duck. 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 <clears throat> and no one's going to come in with goose. All right. Uh, so, Sky, uh, duck let us down. Is, the, <laughs> is a common name for a large number of species in the waterfowl family Anatidae. Yeah, okay. Uh, ducks, they do not re- represent a monophyletic group, uh, but a form taxon. Since swans and geese are not considered ducks, I mean, of course they aren't. They are swans and geese. Why would you consider them to be ducks? Yeah, Yeah. come on. Come on. Uh, Ducks are mostly... Okay. Okay. Ducks are mostly aquatic birds, mostly smaller than swans and geese. Is that the... That's the thing that sets them apart from swans (laughs) and geese? Like, they're mostly smaller. They're vastly different birds. Well, wait. Now that you think about it, though, like, why... How... Name all the differences between a duck and a geese. Uh, feather color, <laughs> uh, neck length. Mm, one is evil. Name of name of uh, or the way they raise. Uh, oh, I guess they do. The neck. Fly I the, think the neck length is the biggest one for me. Okay. The sound. Just take a big general? neck on a duck, and it's a goose, pretty much. Besides <laughs> size, geese are from hell. <laughs> They're hellfowl. Yes. The amount of amount of blood that they'll draw on. <laughs> yes. Uh, ducks are sometimes confused with several rela- uh, several types of unrelated water birds with similar forms, such as loons or divers, grebes, gallinules, and coots, and apparently swans and geese, because someone else on this page. Um, so, okay, you know how we use the word duck to mean that you, you know, you need to duck? Uh, yeah. The word duck comes from the Old English, uh, it looks like it says duque, uh, meaning diver, a derivative of the verb ducan to duck, to bend low as if to get under something, because they dive underwater. Oh, yeah. That um, makes perfect sense. But I didn't, I didn't realize that we literally just call them the verb. Like, that someone was just like, what is that bird? Oh, it ducks. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, well, that's oh, what yeah. we call it. That. <laughs> that's weird, yeah. Um, that's great. Strange. Huh. Uh, a duckling in, is a young duck in downy plumage, which is a weird full title to give a duck or duckling or a baby duck. A baby duck is just right on here. Cited. That's actually cited. That's a, an official name for 
Okay, it, it's it's linked to duckling, or cited to duckling from the dictionary. So, male duck's drake, female is just a duck, or in ornithology, a hen. Okay, um, they do have a section on hunting here, but that's not the section that I want to go to. Good. I really, really want to. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> hunting, I just want to point this out, uh... Wild ducks of various species are hunted by hunted for food or sport uh, by shooting or formally by decoys. I don't think the decoys are doing the hunting. Wikipedia huh. that would, that would be terrifying. Um, <laughs> just this, oh, that's just really scary. Uh, uh, because Kyle. an idle floating duck. What? Okay, keep going. Sorry. No, no, because an idle floating duck or a duck squatting on land cannot react to, wait, cannot react to fly or move quickly, a sitting duck has come to mean an easy target. These ducks, oh, okay. But, like, really? Can they really not just, like, burst into flight? Like, I mean, that's what birds do, right? That's what they're... I mean, I guess, like, taking (laughs) off, taking off in... In water, would be kind of. I mean, tough. you, you got to get up. Yeah, you got to right. file your. Of... You got to file your flight path. Right. Got to request clearance. <laughs> Takes a while. Okay, so there's a section here uh, on thirty-seven. You're clear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in two thousand two, uh, well, there's a section here called cultural references, which just so just so we're clear on every bird page that I've been on so far today, and I've been on a lot of them. None of them have had a cultural references section because mm-hmm. uh, apparently ducks are special. Uh, in 2002, psychologist Richard Wiseman and colleagues at the University of Hertfordshire, UK, uh, finished a year-long laugh lab experiment, which that's great, mm-hmm. uh, inclu- concluding that of all the animals, ducks attract the most humor and silliness. He oh, said, yeah, I've heard of this. If you're going to tell a joke involving an animal, make it a duck, end make quote. Cited. Man, we might have talked about this before, but I've definitely heard this before. Have you really? Yeah. I don't remember this. Okay. So it was probably somewhere. Yeah, like the duck is the funniest animal for some reason. That's amazing. Uh, The word duck may have become an inherently funny word in many languages, probably because ducks are seen as silly in their looks or behavior, not cited Wikipedia. Just putting that out there. Uh, Of the many... This is a great sentence. (laughs) Yes. <clears throat> of the many ducks in fiction, there many are cartoon characters, such as Walt Disney's Donald Duck and Warner Brothers' Daffy Duck. Of the many ducks in fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ducks so popular. there are so many ducks in fiction that that is linked. Yep. And I am 1,000% clicking on ducks in fiction. Yes. That's a good, that's a good idea. <clears throat> list of ducks in list of fictional fiction. ducks. Oh my it's gosh! It's the page name. This is and it is I, the wisest choice you could have ever made, Kyle. I don't. Oh my gosh! Look at all Good these ducks. Job. Look at all these ducks. Yep. This is Final Fantasy is a science fiction and fantasy media franchise created by Hironobu Sakaguchi. Yep. And developed and owned by Square Enix. I don't really want to talk about Final Fantasy very much because there's a lot here. And I don't really care too much about Final Fantasy. <laughs> it was never a series that really drew me in. I don't know why. Um, I think maybe because it was like, I feel like the people who got hooked on Final Fantasy got hooked like in the NES or SNES days. And I just yeah. didn't. Um, I do want to talk about the origin of the name. Um, 
you know, they entered, like Square entered the Japanese video game in- industry with simple RPGs, racing games, and platformers for Nintendo's Famicom. Uh, in 1987, Square designer Hironobu uh, Sakaguchi chose to create a new fantasy role-playing game for the cartridge-based NES and drew inspiration from popular fantasy games like Enix's Dragon Quest, Nintendo's The Legend of Zelda, and Origin <laughs> Systems Ultima series. Uh, he did not choose to draw inspiration from Duck Hunt, although it was a popular game. I'm clicking on Duck Hunt. What? <laughs> no, Wait, I'm what? just kidding. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. I just made that up. Uh, I was going to say. Though often attributed to the company allegedly facing bankruptcy, uh, Sakaguchi explained that the game was his personal latch dis- latch uh, last ditch effort in the game industry and that its title, Final Fantasy, stemmed from his feelings at the time. Had the game not st- sold well, he would have quit the business and gone back to university. Yep. So I, I didn't know that. I, I definitely heard the thing of like, oh yeah, they were trying to get out of bank- bankruptcy, so that's why it's Final Fantasy. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty great. Yep. Um, uh, and then in 2015, Sakuchi explained the name's origin. The team wanted a title that would abbreviate to FF, which would sound good in Japanese. Uh, oh, the name was originally wow. going to be Fighting Fantasy, but due to concerns over trademark conflicts, oh. the role-playing game book series of the same name, they needed to settle for something else. As the word final was a famous word in Japan, uh, Sakaguchi settled on that. According to Sakaguchi, any title that created the FF abbreviation would have would have done. They're <laughs> just like, we just, need, we just need to make this game be called FF. Oh, wow, that really is yeah. a thing. Fighting Fantasy is a real thing. Is it like a tabletop RPG? Yeah. Cool. Uh, the 25th anniversary edition of The Warlock of Firetop Mountain, originally Dang. published in 1982, and the first in the Fighting Fantasy series. Wow. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, Nintendo Entertainment System is here. I'm going to click on that. It's a good okay. call. Kyle. But not the not well, as good as the call I made. Welcome because, to the yeah, world of fictional man. ducks. Oh, wow. man. This... I'm just gonna, there's okay <laughs> a subsidiary a to the list of this. fictional birds. Yeah, I I need a ruling on this because typically we don't allow lists on this podcast. But we've been at this for so long. This has been a rough call. Oh, I'm, I totally I'm asking this. for for a for an exception in this case to use I gotta this, see this list. list of fictional birds. Um, Do you want me just to link you because it's amazing? Oh, I see. No, like, but this is this isn't. This yeah, isn't I don't, like I don't see anything wrong page. with this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, so so we have just so I, we're clear. I got the exception then. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. one full sentence on this page. This list of fictional ducks, or two sentences, I suppose. List of fictional ducks is wait, subsidiary. Wait, wait, wait. You're on list of fictional ducks. Yep. Yes. I was it's a list of fictional birds. I was oh my like, gosh! I didn't there know you two- had a list of fictional ducks. Yeah. Oh no! I'll this link is a you to subsidiary this, to the list of I'm, fictional. Birds. I'm going to it. I'm going to it. There right. you go. All right, all right. I'm there. I'm there. All right. Let's all get on this list of fictional yep. ducks. Um, just start picking out ducks you want to name because we're just going to rapid fire down this list is what I expect mm. us to do here. Okay. Uh, this list of fictional ducks is subsidiary yep. to the list of fictional birds. It is restricted. This someone edited this page. It is restricted to notable duck characters from the world of fiction. We're going to start at the top at Ducks in Animation. Let's just pick out some names. Uh, oh, Moby Duck, right there. Uh, Launch Fab McQuack is good. The whole McDuck um, family tree is in here, basically. 
Wow. Angus McDuck, entire, Dingus yeah. McDuck, Downey O'Drake, Fergus McDuck, Hortense McDuck, Hugh McDuck, Jake McDuck, these are all canon, Malcolm McDuck, Matilda McDuck, Molly Mallard, <laughs> Papa Rio, Quagmire McDuck, Sir Elder McDuck, Sir Quackley McDuck, Sir Roast McDuck, what? Sir, Stu- Sir Stuffed <laughs> McDuck, and nope. Sir Swamphole McDuck, Duck members nope. of Clan McDuck, Donald Duck, and Scrooge McDuck's family and ancestry. Uh, there's... Uh, he- Yo, sorry, go on. I'm looking at the vandalism on this page. Oh, on I bet. On the 16th of January, 2017, someone changed uh, Residents of the Donald Duck Universe and list of Donald Duck Universe characters to Residents of the Donald Trump Universe. Yeah, of course list they of Donald yes. Trump Universe characters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, according to this, Huey, Dewey, and Louie uh, of the Donald Duck Universe, uh, they have a lost brother named Fooey Duck. What? And then... One of my favorite sentences on this page, John D. Rodder, Rodderduck, the antagonist duck from the Donald Duck universe. Um, all right. Warner Brothers ducks, uh, Daffy Duck, Duck Dodgers, Danger Duck. Oh, there, there's Plucky. Um, and then, wow, uh, Tina Russo, Daffy's girlfriend from the Looney Tunes show, who is a duck, I suppose. Uh, ducks and comics, duck, uh, crazy cat. There's, uh, the, let's see. Uh, gooseberry sprig, duck duke, comic, comic strip character created by George Harriman later appeared in Harriman's crazy cat. Uh, oh, okay. Other comics. There's count Dracula. There we go. Someone did that. Um, <laughs> dead eye duck, did I. Howard the duck. Okay. I mean, we had to get Howard the <clears throat> duck in there. Just listen, uh, ducks. Yeah, oh, I mean that's what I'm doing. Yes. Yeah, I mean I guess that's mm. moose. Live, yeah. Oh, live moose on co- from live or costume half. ducks. Sorry, what? Moose from Ranma one half transforms into a duck when doused with cold water. <laughs> uh, live or costume ducks on television and from film. Ranma one half. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's. I think my favorite. Uh, I think my favorite sub uh, subheading in this though is ducks in literature and song. <laughs> very good that is very good um but all right you know what i'm just gonna skip down to ducks and video games because yeah ducks and video games guys there's lots of ducks yep uh being the dynamite from sonic the hedgehog uh, games and comics uh deadly duck eponymous character of the uh atari 2600 video game deadly duck it's it's a video game fe- that features a mallard named bruce an additionally, a gray variant named Mandy, a gold variant named Pat, a blue variant named Groucho, and a ruddy variant named Clarice. What? Hmm. I. Okay, I'm confused, but interested. Uh, I mean, there's the Animal Crossing ducks. And then down here, not even at the top of this list, Animal Crossing got a higher billing than this. Uh, the NES video game Duck Hunt from 1984 features unnamed ducks yep. as an integral part of the gameplay in that you hunt the ducks. They are the ducks that you hunt in Duck Hunt. Uh, by pointing the NES zapper or gun peripheral at the TV, the gamer shoots down ducks that fly across the screen. In Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U and 3DS, a lone dog and a single individualized duck from <laughs> Duck Hunt <laughs> appears together as a playable character. Amazing. A single individualized duck is a very sad movie, by the way. 
Yeah. Um, all right, I'm gonna click Duck Hunt and end this game. Jeez, good job. Oh, uh, was job, it, Kyle? Yeah, I think you pulled that out pretty well. It was oh, worth saw, it to I reach saw a that lot golden of birds, list guys. of ducks. You saw a lot of birds. Oh, you're Why was that birds. so tough? <laughs> I don't know. I I got to. I, I would have had it too, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think, I think the thing is, sometimes pages just don't do what you want. <laughs> like, it's like, why doesn't the duck page have anything on duck hunting? Yes. Why can't I just go to duck hunting? Yeah. Why does why does like why does the geek page not mention anything about like anything like geek culture? Like, I mean, what y- y- you know that it's because some it's heavily edited. Yes, that's mm-hmm. why. <laughs> Oh man, do you want to talk about the uh, the NES? Not really. Sky? Oh, okay. No, good. <laughs> yeah, that's that. We can definitely save that for another day. Okay. Well, <coughs> Duck Hunt is a light gun shooter video game developed and published by Nintendo for the Nintendo Entertainment System video game console. It was released in 1984. I didn't realize it was 84. Uh, oh, in 85 in North America. There we go. Uh, it was released as a virtual console title in 2014, so we you can play Duck Hunt even today. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> this is a really good description of what the game is. In Duck Hunt, players use the NES zapper to shoot ducks that appear on the television screen. The ducks appear one or two at a time, and the player is given three shots to shoot them down. The player receives points upon shooting each duck. If the player shoots the required number of ducks in a single round, the player will advance to the next round. Otherwise, the player will receive a game over. That's the entire game. That's it. Good job. Yeah. Hey, simple but effective. I was never good at Duck Hunt. Oh, me either. Especially when... Sky, were you you good at Duck Hunt? Uh, no. I was like (laughs) five. Our Our cousin Derek had it. Okay. And he would control... He could control the second... You know, you could pick up the player two controller and control the duck... And for some reason, I could never hit it what? when he did Wait, that. Wait, what? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, what are you talking about? Wait, yeah. say that again? When you're playing Duck Hunt, if you pick up the Player okay. 2 controller, you can control the duck that's flying on the screen. What? Yep. I... I did not know that. I... I... That... Wow. hmm That's incredible. Does that just make it easier to like? Didn't make it easier for have me. It, yeah. Wow. And it's only it's only when there's one duck on the screen. If it's you know <laughs> you if there's two ducks flying, you can't control. <laughs> can't control both ducks. Um. Right. Oh my gosh! Wait, and, what? And it's sort of it's still sort of like you can't just make the duck stop in the in the middle of the screen. It'll still do its own oh thing, but you can okay, you so can it's, influence its direction with the control. Pad. You c- you can't turn them into hummingbirds, is what you're saying, right? <laughs> um, wow, that's interesting. Uh, okay, uh, we all know about the dog that it is that it's laughing, you know, infuriated us all as kids. Oh yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> the dog I mean, is both an infamous and iconic character in gaming. <laughs> I always liked it. I thought it was fun. He, I like that he like covers his mouth like, oh, oh, I shouldn't laugh, but it's this is really funny. Um, you didn't kill that bird. <laughs> that bird survived to live another day. Oh, um, they just called out the movie Pixels in here. 
Good. Great. In the 2015 Sony film Pixels, the dog has a cameo appearance where he is given a tro- as a trophy by the aliens when Sam Brenner and Ludlow Lamb and saw whatever defeat the creatures of the video game centipede. He stays in the house of an old woman in London. However, since the game came out in 1984, the aliens shouldn't have known about this dog. The aliens have really? knowledge of us only up to 1982. Wow. Great. Great. Good. Good. He had one job, Pixels. Yep. Like, <clears throat> in in 2017, Stress Level Zero released Duck Season, a virtual reality horror game based on Duck Hunt. In the game, the dog serves as an antagonist serial killer, taking revenge on the player if the player attempts to shoot the dog in-game. Great. So... Interestingly about that, Duck Season is not linked there, but someone decided to link both virtual reality and serial killer right there. So, that's a thing. Yeah, strange. Uh, all right. Cool. Well, we did it. We met. Yeah. I, I will say that I, I, I really like the, I, I like the characters in Smash Brothers for what it is worth. Like, they're adorable. The duck yep. and dog together, they're real cute. Yeah, very cute. Yes, I like that this page also specifies that it's it's the it's the dog, a specific like one individual <laughs> uh, bird, and also yeah. a man with a gun. Yes, and a man, <laughs> the guy with a who's gun. wielding the NES zapper. Yeah, oh, it's uh, great, so great. Is all like the collective character of Duck Hunt. <laughs> it's very good. the The entire ethos of Duck Hunt mm-hmm. is that. I guess. I guess he uses. He uses the people from Hogan's Alley, so like they're yeah. like not—they're yeah. not really a character you play. They're like someone you summon. So I guess that doesn't really count. Yeah, I suppose so. So then, but then is like, I guess they're not also playable because I'm like, then is the Pokemon trainer just the Pokemon <laughs> trainer and not like Squirtle and and Ivasaur and stuff? We're getting we're getting deep into the into the weeds of what what, what constitutes, constitutes a, a, a character. Yeah, mm-hmm. a playable anyway, character. Yeah, it's for another day. I like it. Yep. We are we are nerds, but I don't know if we're nerds that uh, of that kind. Oh, wait, <laughs> or is it geeks? I think you know that's what? the exact type of nerds we are, but we should we should protect people from that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. All right. Well, hooray! Duck Hunt, a game that I I loved but was yeah. terrible at. Oh, same here. So we can all be. I just want us all to be friends with the duck, the ducks, and the dog. Though, like Ooh. we can all be together. We can all hang it's, out. It's a really cute duck. Like. Oh man, it's a cute duck. Like it's blue. Ducks aren't normally. I mean, that's, I guess duck some ducks good. are blue. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, aren't there's there's a blue duck in real life, right? I mean, all right, let's let's search this out. Image. There are this ducks is, with blue heads. Yeah, this is absolutely going to get me bad things. But oh wow, there are blue ducks. Yeah, it, it's a blue duck, you guys. Well, if you want to join us uh, as we continue our dive into Blue Ducks and just not do this podcast anymore and just focus on Blue Ducks, feel mm. free to join us on uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called nowadays. Uh, <laughs> you can also find us on uh, our webpage at wskbcast.blogspot.com. Find us on Twitter at wskbcast, but just search We Should Know Better on Facebook. Uh, if you would like to give us a review, please do. We'd love your feedback. And we enjoy uh, hearing from fans whenever we can. Uh, is there anything else, you guys? There's another duck, Kyle. I, Kyle, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to close the show, Kyle. And I, you're just you, sending you, you the stream of blue ducks. I'm just, 
No, you're doing a great job. I'm just going to continue looking at these blue ducks. This one is even titled Blue Duck. Oh, oh, uh, hold on. This one has a blue bill, but is a normal colored duck otherwise. Okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at him. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, okay. Let's, you know, this is degrading. This is degenerating <laughs> into just pictures of blue ducks. We got to go. <laughs> Have a good night, you guys. Good night. Good night. Aww. It's a fallen tree that, as it decays, provides ecological facilitation to the seedlings. Whoa. And I'm getting a phone call from my dad. Okay, that's weird. Sorry. We need to take it. Go ahead. Nope, it's cool. Yeah, like, I don't know if he, like, calls back and he's like, you're like, eh, I probably should take this. Yeah, I will. Um, <laughs> that was just very large. But large. It was large and <laughs> it was loud. A, it, was it was a large experience. Yes. Like that, bro. Uh, I'm falling <laughs> apart, you guys. Okay. No, um, let's see. Uh, which also includes swans and geese. Uh, it's because you guys are breaking up. Uh, oh, no. Um, oh, my right. gosh. Ducks are divided Hello? among several subfamilies in the family and not today. They do not can you represent. Can hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Mm. Can you hear me? Hmm. Yes. Nope. Uh oh. Can Hello? You, yes, okay. I can hear there you. There you guys are. Yeah. Okay. All right. From the top. <laughs> We're starting a turkey. Welcome to uh, We Should Know Better, the podcast. Oh, no. no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh,.